بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين. In uh, in Surah An-Nisa, we find at the end uh, of an ayah, Allah Azza wa Jal says that He took Prophet Ibrahim alayhi salam as a Khalil, وَاتَّخَذَ اللَّهُ إِبْرَاهِيمَ خَلِيلًا just a, as a reminder for us of, of who Prophet Ibrahim السلام, who he was and his status with Allah Azza wa Jal. For Allah to say that he took Prophet Ibrahim السلام, that he took Sayyidina Ibrahim as a Khalil is, I mean that in and of itself is, is tremendous, tremendous food for thought. So I mentioned that to mention this, that whenever we come across anything in the Qur'an in connection with Prophet Ibrahim, Alayhi salam, we should we should pay extra close attention because of who he was. Alayhi salam. So if we look at Surah Ibrahim, towards the end of a, a very famous passage, when you have one beautiful ayah after another, this this extra powerful section of the surah, towards the end of it, I want to touch upon those two ayat, two beautiful du'as as well. In the first of the two, we find Prophet Ibrahim, again, think of the maqam, think of the, the status, the station, the position of this incredible person, of Prophet Ibrahim salam with Allah Azza wa Jal. And he's making these two du'as. The first of the two, رَبِّ جَعَلْنِي مُقِيمَ الصَّلَاةِ وَمِنْ ذُرِّيَّتِي So if this is his maqam, if his status is to be the intimate companion, the close friend of Allah Azza wa Jal, and yet he's still making this du'a, Asking Allah, oh my Lord, make me someone who consistently prays. Make me someone who consistently prays. Make me someone who doesn't just pray once in a while, but who prays consistently on a perpetual basis. It's not once in a blue moon, but regardless of whatever phase the moon is in, salah needs to be something in my life because it's, it, because it's that dear to me, because it's so precious and important to me. So he's asking Allah, my Lord, make me someone who establishes prayer. And from my offspring. What's the main thing that he's concerned of regarding his kids and their kids and their kids is their deen. And what's, what, what symbolizes the deen in this case is the prayer. So he's asking Allah to make him someone who establishes prayer and his kids, people who establish prayer, and their kids and their kids and their kids. This phrase in this incredible passage, you have a number of du'as. At the end of this du'a, this is the only one that ends with this specific phrase for an extra exclamation point, an extra emphasis in terms of how dear this is, how important this is to him, not just regarding himself, but especially his offspring. رَبَّنَا وَتَقَبَّلْ دُعَاءٌ Our Lord, accept this du'a. Accept this du'a from me. Accept this. There are a number of du'as, but at the end of this specific one, He mentions this phrase, رَبَّنَا وَتَقَبَّلْ دُعَاءٌ And then in the second of these two ayahs, the second of these two du'as, of these two supplications, رَبَّنَا اغْفِرْ لِي Our Lord, forgive me and forgive my parents and for, forgive the believers the day the account is established. Come, come judgment day, basically. You notice something, and I'll conclude with this. First, he mentions prayer, and then he mentions forgiveness. What First we pray, and then what did the Prophet teach us, alayhi to say right after we finish praying, Astaghfirullah, Astaghfirullah, 
Astaghfirullah. Istighfar is one of the keys to unlocking consistent prayer, to unlocking the sweetness of prayer. We ask Allah to accept our du'as. We ask Allah to accept these du'as from us. رَبِّ جَعَلْنِي مُقِيمَ الصَّلَاةِ وَمِنْ ذُرِّيَّةِ رَبَّنَا وَتَقَبَّلْ دُعَاءِ رَبَّنَا اغْفِرْ لِي وَلِوَالِدَيَّ وَلِلْمُؤْمِنِينَ يَوْمَ يَقُومُ الْحِسَابِ أَمْنِ رَبِّ الْعَالَمِينَ وَآخِرُ دَعْوَانَا الْحَ